Hey guys, good morning. This is you are really ooh, cheerful. I am. <laughs> Let's try that again. Hey guys, good morning. That's a four coffee. Good morning. It is. That's my fourth cup of coffee. Is it possible to have too much coffee? Like, is that bad for you? Because everything I read, six cups is like the is what good for you? Six cups. All right, that's my goal. I think. I think I can do it. Am I too loud? Here, let's move the microphone. Let's put it over here. I'm just anxious because we haven't done this in so long. Like we've been out of it. Okay, so we're just kind of we're kind of recuperating this morning, y'all. It is November third, Saturday morning. It is nine thirty, but it's time change day. So even even though it's it's my favorite day of the year, even though it's nine thirty, it's really eight thirty. Which is why when I got up at seven this morning, you really got up at six for a nap because it was really sick. Yes. So when, okay, so here's a fight that we always have, not a fight, but it is something we always talk about because I like to go around the house on Saturday of time change and go ahead and change all the clocks. So what is too early to change the clocks back an hour? You're supposed to change them at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m.? Nobody wakes up at 2 a.m. to change your clock. Well, you can change it when you go to bed because if you change it back, then we're going to be ready to watch Georgia, Kentucky at 2.30 when the game doesn't actually start until 3.30. I love going ahead and getting in the spirit of now. I've well, got an I like extra going ahead and hour. Spirit of Christmas, but you don't let me do that. So, <laughs> okay, all right. This is another argument we have. How early? And they can help us with this. How early is too early to start listening to Christmas music? One. No. Yes. No. One when holiday the radio at a time. It, no. And Hallmark Christmas movies. No. Hello. They tried to play it. I think it. that being in the Christmas spirit helps prepare you for Thanksgiving, too. You know, people no. say we, we forget Thanksgiving, but no, I think being in the Christmas spirit helps us be thankful. You are talking crazy. And so I can celebrate Thanksgiving. Talk right now. No. No, I'm sorry. I didn't know Absolutely that. not. And you can't rely on the radio stations to tell you when it's appropriate. Because I think Christmas should be all year round. Oh, so. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we Y'all. celebrate Jesus this every day. <laughs> We love you, Jesus. Well, how can I argue with that? And I'm going to sing songs like, about it all year round. Wow. That's what worship music for. There you go. Oh, you know what? I think we are a little hot on the mic, so I'm going to adjust this back down. There we go. Now, look at all those spikes. Everybody listening to this podcast is like, oh my gosh, they're killing Too me right now. Yes. Okay, so... Um, we didn't get a whole lot of sleep, or you didn't get a whole lot. I slept like a baby last you night. You always do. Yeah, you didn't get a whole lot of sleep because uh, last night, Say was at a concert in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, 21 Pilots, and uh, boy, she got tickets. How did she get up so close to the stage? Well, they got floor tickets, so they got there early to stand in line. She said they waited six hours in line oh, to get wow. in the door, I think. But they had floor tickets, so I guess the closer up you were in line, the closer you got to the stage. And I'm sure they just kind of... Muscled their way up wow. there too. Once yeah. they got say muscled her way up well, to the top. You know, somebody probably just picked her up. <laughs> yeah, held her forward. Jamie probably muscled her way up to the top. That's that's uh that's cool. But I'm so glad that you are the concerned parent that like waits up until she's safe and sound, or keeps waking up to check your phone. But I don't know how long I continue to do that because she is in college now. So I know like, at what point technically is that? she could have been there, and I would never have known. But she was kind enough to let me know she was going to be in Atlanta. Yeah, at what concert. point does that stop? I don't know because. Because sooner or later, it's going to be like, you're going to be waiting up for grandkids, and I'm going to be sleeping yeah. like a baby. Yeah. Well, you're going to be going like- to push you out of the bed. But, um, <laughs> like, wake up. But I do have good news. Shannon's toes did not fall off last night. We were a little worried that she got frostbite, bit, 
Frostbit? We weren't worried. I know that I did. Oh, whatever. Well, See, what first? I mean, that's kind of a weird lead into the story, but yeah, it it's is. not really even a story. But we did go to <laughs> the high school football game last night for Columbus High in Northside, which was so fun because this is the first time we've been to one. Yeah, it was. Well, you've kind of been and watched from the sidelines, but yeah. Or the yeah. gate. But I haven't been in a long time, and so that was so much fun. Like, I forget how much fun the high so school Shannon, football games are. So, Shannon's one of those that walks outside in the cold weather, and I'm like, don't you need a jacket? I mean, it's 70 degrees. My lips turn purple. People yeah. that know me, my fingernails turn blue. My lips turn blue. And what's funny is that Shannon thinks that one day we're going to live up north, maybe somewhere, like way far. Like, we'll yeah. retire well, in Boston. And I'm like, we it's 49 degrees, and you are you feel like your toes are going to fall well, off. Well, no, that is uh-huh. because... <laughs> I was in flats that because we had to trek through the golf course and the grass was wet, my shoes got wet. So then my toes were wet because I didn't have my socks. And then I had to sit in the 40 degree weather. I guess I'm a little bit to blame for that because I made us trek through the grass. You did. Yeah. Hey, but frozen toes are waiting for two hours in traffic. Well, if my toes are warm, I'm going for the... Oh, my gosh. You would. I would have frozen toes any day. No. No. Absolutely. Because I don't think you've ever had frozen toes. No, because I toes. prepare this when it's 40 degrees. conversation. <laughs> We're moving on. Okay. So, it's been a little while since we've done a podcast because, honestly, it's just like... I mean, life happened and everything was moving so fast. We didn't have... We just didn't have oh, an opportunity. There's so much going on. It's like, been crazy. Two, three... How long has it been? Three weeks? It's been like three weeks. Yeah. We may have to do these once a month. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to. But uh, just last week, like Thursday night, Shannon, you drove up to attend Savannah's concert in Athens. She had a chorus concert with her Gilly Club. And so I got off work Thursday afternoon, hit the road. Well, it was also right before our fall break. So that was good because I was able to get up there Thursday night, watch her concert, which is a a three-hour drive Mm -hmm. to Athens from here. Got up there just in time for the concert, watched her concert, and then grabbed her, and we drove back home. And we actually made it home before midnight. Yeah, that was crazy. So, that was awesome. Like six hours on the road. Yeah, but... Got her home. She was home for a couple days. Wait, you know the best... What I said, the best part of that whole thing (laughs) was... I mean, I love getting to hear her sing, but then I got three hours alone with her in the car. And we... (laughs) <laughs> oh, God, it was so good for me. It was so good. I know she was like, oh, mom. And yeah. she probably really wanted to go to sleep, but I just wanted to catch up on all the college stuff, and yeah. I did. Get it's like your trap. You have to you talk have to, to talk me. To me. Yes. I mean, she totally could have gone to sleep, but she stuck it out with me, and we just... Aww. Oh, it was, That's good. It was wonderful. So then she came home. I'm ready spent, to do it again. We spent the weekend and like Saturday we were consumed with stuff for her and the hoot nanny. We had a hoot nanny at church yeah. that just like took up a lot of our time because we de- de- or yeah, a lot of your time. Abby gets real excited. She's like, "Mom, we're doing a table and we're going to do um, this year. We're doing a wicked theme. I'm going to be Glenda because she was Glenda last year, and then so I was going to be Elphaba, which is the green witch. Yeah. And so we had a friend, Lainey, who um, dressed, we also dressed up. Yeah, she dressed yeah. up as the Oz Force, and so. We had our table. I was super excited about making this table. And we get there. We get all set up. And Abby ditches her tutu. And I never see her again. (laughs) So thank goodness for Lainey. For sticking it out with me. Why was she wearing a tutu for the... I didn't get that anyway. Why was she wearing a tutu? Glenda costume. Does Glenda wear a tutu? Yeah, she has (gasps) a big Oh, she's got the big pink dress. That's right. Pinkish light pink. That's right. So she totally ditches you for the bounce house. Yeah. Like, I I literally never saw her again. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
<laughs> and I spent way too much money on all the decorations. Oh, I, I really should have just made a contribution to the youth next year. That's what next year. <laughs> we should do it. Uh, we have some friends that they don't do any decorations. They just throw a table and then they just put Snickers on the table. And they're like, the money we saved from decorating the table, we put towards Snickers because that's what kids really want. They Snickers. want the good candy. Yeah. Yeah. They well, want we the good did candy. have good candy too. We did have good candy. But I didn't have a game because my game fell through because <laughs> I didn't really have the. We- Back up to help me get it all set up because she ditched me. Still <laughs> holding a little resentment. <laughs> so then that was no, Sunday, and then we had meetings for church. We had Halloween. Oh, this was the first year as parents that we didn't do a hayride through the uh, neighborhood. Yeah, we just sat in our driveway. And- it was bittersweet because at one hand, like I'm sure I'll get to do that was one it day. Bittersweet? I don't know. I don't I know. Think it was pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> because after like ten years of doing the hayride yeah. through, it was nice to have a break and just sit there and hand out candy. That was the it first was time. Fun. Yeah, and, and the costumes are so, you they were so good. good to enjoy all the little Spider Man's hot this year. Like yeah, there was a lot was of so Spider Man. But you know what I loved is the big blow up. Um, Dinosaurs. We saw two. We saw, yeah, the I think we saw of those, two of those. Which I mean, I just want to try that out. Like that's gonna I be know. Fun. Like, yeah, we'll... it's gotta be a little hot because it was like eighty degrees. Blowing, right? Like it has <laughs> oh, to keep yeah, it blowing. <laughs> I'm thinking you're probably cool in there. That's probably the best one. So anyway, all that to say is there has been a lot going on. So we are so sorry. We had somebody. We had a friend contact us, and we we're like. They were like, I'm all caught up on the podcast, and when's the next one? you got to hurry up. Put, put another one out. So here we go. All right? We're ready. All right, so today's topic, though, we're going to talk about a little bit about marriage being difficult, and we'd like to share with you one of our hardest years of marriage. But we love marriage. We love marriage. And it's not always difficult. We just, you know. No. Every, everybody goes through those moments. Yeah. And one year in particular, we're going to share with you that was our hardest moment of marriage and what we learned from it. So you ready to talk about it? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Hello, we're Jimmy and Shannon McElrath, and we're in our 20th year of marriage. And while we certainly don't know it all, and we're still learning, there's a few things that we've figured out along the way. So this podcast is all about helping families go further. Each episode, we're going to focus on one important topic. And what we've learned in our family of four. And these are the things that have helped us improve, and we want to share them with you. So welcome to Figuring Our Four. Okay, so back to the topic at hand. Our hardest year of marriage has got to be that very first year of marriage for us. And there's a lot of reasons why. So let's just start out with the fact that, one, we were just so young. We and were I think, so young. I think we have talked about it before, and we've definitely shared this with friends before, that, that first year of marriage. Which is really kind of funny, because you hear about the first year of marriage being, being like tough. The, no, the honeymoon. You're still in that oh. honeymoon phase. Like, the marital bliss. Like it, well, Yeah, I that's think true. We like, rose colors. <laughs> I'm going to need a redo. I'm going to need a redo. <laughs> you remarry me? Yeah, I always talk about those rose-colored glasses that we take in. But it's like you got those rose-colored glasses you take into marriage. Like, marriage is going to fix this. It's going to make things better between us. All this kind of stuff. And then you get into marriage and you're like, whoa. Well, I don't know that everybody's like, whoa. I think for us, we were like, whoa. We were like, we were, whoa. We were so young. We yeah. were, again, so Okay, young. so what, let's tell everybody. Let's remind everybody. We we were 21. Like yes, you, I was 21. You were 21. I, was, yeah. I you I had was, just turned 22. Yeah, I had just like turned we, 22. It was like July birthday, August. You had just graduated August. from Georgia. I actually had you still one had class one semester left. doing. Yeah, I had one semester left. So. Okay, so let's talk about that. So, like, when we got married, 21. Okay, so we just, I just graduated from, it was the summer after graduating from mm-hmm. UGA. Mm-hmm. 
couple things happened. We got married in August. Took a new job at Cordial First, which is your hometown, which is where I was from too, which where it was where my dad served for four years. So I was kind of like as where I was from. As a youth pastor. As a, and I was a youth, taking on the responsibility as a youth pastor. And we got married all, all in like one month's time. Bam. Big yes. life change. We're doing life for the first time ever. Yeah, because we didn't even, I don't even think, we didn't even know that you were going to take that job in Cordell. Like that came up like it just very right quick. before. Yeah, I don't think we even knew what we were going to do. We were just getting married. Yeah. It was like after so I'm graduated. What's next? Okay, let's get married. Yeah, that's just well, how I think it worked. We talked about it a little bit. I mean, we were engaged for like two years. Well, we were engaged, but it was like, but honestly, like as far as job, all yeah. that kind of stuff, we were just like, again, we were so young. So. Yeah, it was just like the logical next step for yeah, us was you graduate, was. you get married. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. and so and that, that's not how I, I just remember when we moved to Columbus later on. We were so we were the youngest parents where we yeah. were with a child. Abby and say age. Because kids young too. Yeah, so, because yeah. most people nowadays, and not that this is wrong, not one way is better than the other, but a lot of people wait yeah. to get married and to have kids until they have everything kind of, not us. No. No. Jump no. out of jump out of college, bam. We're, yeah. Well, oh. and, well, because we have been dating since we were in high school. So yes. it's not like. We knew we, that we were going to. We knew that. Yeah. Yes. So that was the next logical step for us. Yes. But that's but, not to say that the first year did not come with a lot of hardships. Yes. Because one the jumping into ministry just because that is so time consuming and especially in a youth position uh, yeah. it just takes a lot of time it's so weekends was, it's summers i mean i always use a story like i would kiss you goodbye for like three weeks during the summer yeah. because of camp and we and, were coming from being at college together where we were spending mm, every free moment together, every day all the time basically. so then we get Keep married and you think campus. that you're going to spend all of your free time together and suddenly there were i mean there were periods where we just didn't see each other for a long time or, yeah you know, so yeah, that was very difficult. And then life happens and it happens quick. So, and we, you know, when we were in college, we were like so ready to get out. And I think we talked about this and we did, and then we got out and we got married and then, you know, suddenly you got jobs and bills and all this stuff. And we're like, why did we How are we going to eat dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to afford? Oh, wait, I got to cook. What? <laughs> <laughs> but also, also like you had one more semester. So lumped oh, yeah. into that year. You I was would, also commuting. I was you commuting. You drove up to Athens and we had... Which is two and a half to three hours away from Cordell. Yeah, so you had an apartment up in Athens yeah. for that one semester while you yeah. finished that you would drive up Sunday night so you could go to class on Monday. Then I... Because I always took Tuesdays off. I don't know. Why did I take Tuesdays off? I don't know. Well, because you were young, I don't think you could get Mondays yeah. off. So. Well, probably not. But yeah. in ministry... You know, generally we try to take one day off during the week because we always have to work on right. Sunday. So Tuesday was my day off. So on Monday night, I would drive up to Athens. Yeah. Spend the night with you. And, and then, then we both drive back on Wednesday. We both no, drive back. You uh, drove back. Yeah, we both drove because after Wednesday class, morning. You drove back and then I would usually drive back Wednesday after class, even though I didn't have to. Sometimes I would stay till Thursday. But usually I didn't like being out there by myself. Yes, that was it. Yeah. So I'd drive back Wednesday, turn around, drive back. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, it's, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even know how back we. And forth to Athens and anyway, that was for the first six months. Not for the first six no, months, but August like through December. 15 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But that was tough. It was tough. Oh, because, man. Because, yeah, you still had like a full time job too. And yes, I remember all of that. But, you know, I mean, just. Uh, just, just everything about it. And then being at home with your family and everything, which was great because yeah. we have family support. But yeah. at, at the same time, you were talking about how... Yeah, like, I think definitely, like, 
for us, me, us moving back to our, our hometown right when we got married, which is so great. You definitely, I mean, I, I remember us many nights sitting by the phone. I think we've talked about this too, waiting to see if my mom was going to call for dinner. For dinner. Like if we had dinner yeah. plans. We were like, well, do we, we were eat that peanut butter jelly sandwiches? That's another part of the first year of marriage. Yeah. We were so broke. So broke. <laughs> oh my gosh. You don't make There's a lot so on things. a youth pastor salary. I think we might just have a special circumstance. Maybe most people don't go through these kind of things, or maybe they do. Oh I don't know. Gosh. But yeah. for us, it was definitely a growing learning experience. But going back to speaking to moving back to our hometown, for me, one of the things that I think I kind of allowed myself to do is let the family kind of fill voids where when you were gone, or we, yeah, or I, you know, instead of kind of trying to figure out that thing on my own or, or us together, I would, I would just let them kind of fill that void. And so it, we have even talked about it. it wasn't until we moved to Kentucky that we really learned or were forced to learn how to be dependent upon each other, like just solely through yeah. our marriage kind of thing. And that's what we talk about Kentucky being such a transformation for yeah. us and our relationship. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's because it was just me and you again, like back, like what you said, like when we were in UGA, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like every day, all the time, all together. Yeah. Same thing so, in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Thanks. Yeah. So back in Cordial. And I do think one of the funniest stories that we have from being so young is that when we got married, it was such a cool thing because we got married in our home church uh-huh. of Cordial First, where Shannon had grown up her entire life. And my dad, well, you grew up in the town your entire yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my dad did the wedding. Yes. And so there came this point in the wedding where I just lost it. Yeah. And I started crying. Yeah. And, and what the funny thing about it was is that um, the, the video, for the video... Uh, you know, the, the videographer, video. yeah. yeah, he put the mic on me and it was a lapel. Right. And so there came a point where my dad said, let's pray. And so my head is down and my, you know, I'm facing like my nose is right next to the lapel and all you can hear is yeah. this the, the whole video. time it's in the wedding nice. video. It's nice. And I think somebody even like later was like, oh, Jenny, oh my that gosh, is it was so, so sweet. sweet crying. That's like a beautiful moment. And did Shannon make you cry? And you're like, no, it was seeing my dad cry. <laughs> With Shannon yeah. still holds. It's kind of like, like the pizza wife. during the pregnancy, yes, the, the so giving birth. You hold you on to like, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still hear about it. So, no, no, no. But, but the behind the scenes story is like, I've never heard my dad, like, I've never seen my dad cry. Never. And yeah. so he starts crying during the wedding. What am I supposed to do? I don't I, know. Be focused on your wife <laughs> to me. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going with here. So, of course, I'm going to start crying. Everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. You're so crying. I was like, yeah, did you see my dad cry? No, no but so- what's even funnier about I wish we could just, like, play our wedding video. Know, yeah, because, yeah. like, Oh, me, yeah. I am white as a you ghost. You are white as a ghost. Like, literally, <laughs> and your facial expression is like, I'm going to pass out. You look so scared. I was just scared standing up in front of people. What? Not because I was getting married. You're, you're I did, a preacher. You're you, not scared of You know my public fear and my no. fear of being up in front of no, people. I think that yes. you were terrified of getting married. No, probably for good not. reason. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea what that first year had in store for us. I was not. But we survived but it. So we, we did. did learn some things. But then dad, you remember, oh, and this was another thing too, you like. Seeing dad cry the way, but we also did our pre-marriage counseling with dad. Oh yeah, 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 and, yeah. and that was that was very interesting. If you ever had yeah. a chance to do your marriage counseling with a family member? I'd oh say yeah, go for it. There you go. There are a couple, <laughs> especially of... your father-in-law or your dad. <laughs> in your case, a couple of times I was like, "Whoa, dad, time out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> move on to the next subject." Um, but there was something he said that you took with you. Yeah, like I was saying, he actually told us um, that one of the things in marriage, like 
well, I guess like in baseball, they call it like the seventh inning well, that's stretch. Seven inning stretch. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. what he kind of referred it to. It's like in marriage, like that seven year, you it's kind of like you, I don't want to say slump, which is the word. But like okay, you kind of get to a point of maybe complacency, complacency, or or kind of being an auto drive, and as a, I guess young, somebody getting ready to start their marriage, that mm-hmm. really kind of stuck with me. It almost kind of scared me. Like, yeah. you know, I remember early in our marriage, just kind of looking towards that seven years. Like, are we gonna? Like, what is that going to look like for us? And are we going to survive that? Like, I don't know if that's like a t- like a time frame where a lot of couples get divorced. Maybe I, wanna, I don't know. Like, I just remember him saying some, maybe the seven to ten year. Yeah, point yeah, yeah. There's like something a, in there. Yeah, and, and so I just remember really kind of holding on to that and being fearful. Not, I mean, yeah, not fearful, but just kind of keeping it in the back of my mind. Um, but I also and I'm sitting there like, whatever, whatever. That's a, <laughs> And I think that's the difference in a man and a woman, you know, that we've talked about. Because I do remember us around that time feeling like, and it's almost like a cyclic thing. Like, yeah, business cycles. Like, I don't think for, I don't think that seven is a magic number or anything. I think it kind of, and for some people, it may be four years, it may be two years, it may be 10 years, whatever. But there are definitely ups and downs. Right. And and there are slumps. You kind of hit like an autopilot kind of thing. And and maybe you're not trying as hard to kind of grow together. And so, and I think for, for me, that was so important for somebody to say at the beginning, Hey, look for these times because they're going to happen Uh and, and make sure you're aware of them so that when they start to happen or when you find yourself in the middle of them, you can do things to correct this. And he was talking about seven years, but for us, that first year came so quickly because in a lot of ways we were kind of growing up together. Yeah. And so it was like during that first year, I don't think that we were ever not dedicated to making this thing work, but there were definitely questions of like, what you know, have like, we done? What have we done? Did we jump? This is hard. Yeah, this this and was a lot harder say than we this thought. This is going to be this hard. Right? And one of the things that I do with couples too, when I do a premarriage counseling, is I make them take a test just to show them how different they are. And we've talked about and how I don't know how we didn't get the test. I know we should have. I think uh, it would be an, would have been enlightening. It's so funny because their test scores come back all over the place, and I would look at people that are completely like. There's one couple in mind that I'm thinking about completely opposite ends of the spectrum on everything. They have the best marriage ever. Yeah. And it's just like, for us, we got married and we were like, oh my gosh, we're so much alike. We're so much alike. This we is love everything. Perfect. We do everything together. We, I mean, we, yeah, we, we love to s- ride roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> we got this all the- <laughs> <laughs> figured out. <laughs> check. Roller coasters. Yes. Football. Check. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Son. We, we can do this. <laughs> this marriage is going to last um, a lifetime yeah. forever. So it was definitely the first year, a lot of... But we started getting into it. We're like, holy smokes. We're, we're so we're different. We're so different. And we're you're so, so quirky and weird. And yeah. I, I really had to learn to adjust to those <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we talked about it. That it was good, probably, that we started off so young because we learned to kind of grow up together. Yes, because I do think that is definitely not to say one is better than the other because it's definitely yes. Um, but you definitely but get growing, set in your ways later on yes, in life. It's getting set in your ways. So I definitely think the younger, like for us, that was good for us because we did have to kind of we were able to adjust to like your quirks and and. <laughs> Everybody listening is going to be like, what is he, what are the quirks? Can we have a podcast where we just talk about (laughs) Jimmy's quirks? (laughs) I got to hold this. I think we actually did that one time. It could be a series. (laughs) It could be. I love it. (laughs) I just like sharing those things. I mean, I know I have quirks too. I know. That would just be fun. Anyway, so yeah, it just allowed us, I think, to kind of 
learn to. But anyway, I still think we should take that test because we need to. I, do, I still think it, you I you like to think that oh. we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I do test. think that you have said this before that just like um, I mean that. You, you always say that there's more to learn, and I'm always like, no, I, yeah, I know like everything you about you. Yeah, you do. Nah, no, 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 you do not even, no, not even I close. You. I know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. I know. Oh, oh you're yes. going to drive me crazy with that. <laughs> <laughs> so that first year was very difficult, but it, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing that we came to realize. There is no perfect one. And I think we've talked a little bit about that in mm-hmm. a, last year's podcast episode. There is no, but we became through those years of working on marriage, we right. became one together, which is very interesting because there is no perfect one. Okay, right. Jesus Christ is the only perfect one, so we can't go out there looking for someone that would be perfect because no one is. But then later on in Matthew, uh, Jesus also says that we are to be perfect, like we're to strive for perfection. Mm-hmm. So you know. What does that actually mean? Because none of Jesus' followers were perfect. We're not perfect people, right? But what Jesus is getting at and what we've seen is true in our marriage too is that if you're growing towards the perfect one, you mm-hmm. become perfect for each other. Because yes. there's, 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 no other, there, there's no other option than if you're growing towards Christ that you're going to grow closer together because you're becoming more perfected in the image of Christ. And that's what we're after yeah. is to become more Christ-like. So, you know, it, there are a couple of things that, that we do to make sure that we're focusing on Christ. And I wrote a couple of those things down. Like, one, we study. We study scripture. And we'll do that alone in the mornings. But then we do that together in, like, our small groups, mm-hmm. you know, that we meet with. We say prayers. We say prayers alone in the morning. Right. Just, you know, on our own. But we also say prayers together at night. And that's one of the things I've said that has been so important in our marriage. Yeah. To, like... All, all throughout is is saying prayers together and yeah and um i think uh, i don't know if we use this or not but andy stanley said that there's a percentage out there that says 99 99.5% of the couples that pray together stay together mm-hmm. like that is the one common denominator of couples that end up having a committed relationship that are christian they they say that they pray together right and that's that's amazing that's an amazing statistic yeah, so make sure right. you're doing that but it's those little things that help us grow closer to christ also serving um you know we serve alone and then we serve together when we can so anyway there are so many things one of the things i do too in premarital counseling is i have couples like uh, write down things that we can do like mm-hmm. When we talk about our house being built on the rock mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ, because, you know, he gives that in Matthew 7. Like, you know, you're either going to build your house on the sand or your life on the sand or you're going to build it on the rock. So since you're starting out your marriage, your home together, like how can you, what are some of the principles you can do? What are some of the things you can practice that would make sure you're building it on the rock? And right. so, you know, they write those things down and we talk about worshiping together, serving together, praying together, you know, those things. And it's like, okay, so you got a list. And mm-hmm. instead of getting overwhelmed by the list, Pick one thing. Right. Pick one thing right now and then do that. Well, and I think, you know, they say, like, if you do something, like, I don't know, for so many days in a row, that's when it becomes mm. a habit. So I think it's even good, like, so don't get overwhelmed with the list. But, like, the pick the one thing that you do consistently to then that becomes a habit. And yes. then you can expand on the list. So then, okay, now, right. now this has become habit for me. 
So let, let me see what else I can yeah, do. Yeah, it's kind of like when you walk in a new position at, at work or something and you're overwhelmed. You're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get all this done? And then you right. start working and then you realize, okay, you yeah, know, if I done. do this this way and then I can add, and then your boss comes with something else. You're like, okay, I can add that and I'll put it in here. And what I think is so great too about, uh, you know, the list and, and these things, it's not like that doing this list becomes overwhelming. What I think that we find and what we definitely found in our marriage is as we did these things that grow us closer together, the marriage part gets easier. Yes. So it's not like uh-huh. it gets harder because you're tacking on more things, but it just becomes so much easier, like, because we become closer. So we're more like one. And yeah. so it just is. And when things are going rough. You can start to, or you know, when you go through that slump, you can start to look back and go, okay, so where are we falling down on those yeah, habits that we've kind of, maybe we're not worshiping together like we should or praying together like, did we, you know, yeah, and happen. then you go back and you, you start to do those things again. And it's like, you know, it's like the old adage, love is a verb, you know, right, it's, right. it's the doing that creates the feelings right. that go along because love is not just a feeling. It's an action. we got to, got to make sure we're doing yeah. those things that increase uh, our, that, that grow our relationship with Christ. And if you're growing a relationship with Christ, you're going to grow towards each other. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing to leave everybody with. So, you know, it, our first year of marriage was difficult. Um, for others, it may be your seventh, like we said. Yeah. It could be your 13th. It could be your 20th. 20th. It could be like when the kids, like right now when the kids are going off to college, like right. that could be the yeah, difficult time for you and your marriage. Right. So basically a suggestion could be, what are those things that you're doing to grow your relationship with Christ? And so, Pick one thing that you right. can do alone and, and do together. together. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And see how yeah, that helps. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. I'm glad we got back into it. Yeah. So even if even if we don't get around to a podcast every week, check back with us. Yeah. We'll Stay get tuned. A, we we'll get them out when we can. But anyway, we'll work them in. This is very important to us, and we're so glad you're listening. Yeah. And so if you are listening and you like listening to us, remember to... Check us out on Facebook or Instagram or what yeah. Podbean. Or Podbean, you can check us iTunes out and, and leave us, rate a, us. Yeah, leave us a review it's and so rate important. us. Yeah, it helps us a lot. Yeah. And, and tell your friends it. about us. Yeah. All right, we'll see y'all later. Each episode, we're going to focus on one important topic and what we've learned in our family of four. These are the things that we've. Oh, yeah. you messed up well, this time. Well, you threw me off because you made me do the other part. <laughs>